The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders issued a release that they have released controversial defensive lineman Garrett Marino. He's like, he looks like a scary dude, but we don't judge people by appearances. He might be a real teddy bear inside. I don't think he is. In life, you only get so many chances, and I would suggest Garrett Marino ran out of chances with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show into Hour 2 on another beautiful day. Another beautiful day. Um, this is one of our favorite times of the show. We call it the second half kickoff. It's where we sum up all of our topics we've had so far and move into some new ones. Last hour, we had Justin Cripps with us announcing his retirement from the Canadian men's Olympic bob bobsled team. Bronze medal winner, gold medal winner. That was exciting. We talked about NFL kickoff tonight. It's 103rd season. The ball will go in the air at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. Rams and Bills. That's our poll question today, by the way, for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Who wins tonight in the NFL lid lifter? The Buffalo Bills, whom are favored by 2.5 at L.A. And last I saw, over 70% saying the Bills will win uh, the Vancouver Canucks are our featured NHL team that we're looking ahead to the season, and I don't think neither Darren nor I believe they're going to make the playoffs this year. And they feel differently in Vancouver, but that's because they have to. JT O'Sullivan will be joining us later on, nine-year NFL quarterback. Now uh, he hosts the quarterback school on YouTube. He's coaching down in Southern California. Always good to see JT. He'll be with us later on. And let's bring the Moose in now. Moose, I have something that I think will tickle your fancy and a lot of our viewers, particularly the football guys. And, uh, and I, w- I do want to get around to hockey in a second. I really miss hockey. I have some hockey notes to get to. But I got an email here from NFL Europe and Football International. You'll find this interesting. I think anybody, CFL-related, NFL-related, around the world with football will be interested. And the news release or the story reads like this. With NFL 2022 training camps behind us and the 53-man roster set, all focus is now on the opening games of the NFL season. Among the hopefuls who have made their way onto NFL rosters from international players, here's a look at the top eight, okay, global players that have made the NFL. Because there's so much talk about the globals in the Canadian League. And we're seeing, let's be honest, more Every week, I mean, the punter for Saskatchewan, I can't remember what his name, Vedvik, I can't remember if that's his first name or his last name, but he's, he's putting the stuffing out of the ball. And the guy in Winnipeg, Theodric Hansen, right? He's doing good things. He's been good ever since he came into the league. So here are the top eight global players that have made it onto NFL 53-man rosters. Indianapolis Colts offensive lineman from Vienna, Austria, Bernard Raymond. He's 6'6", 305. Beefy. Cleveland Browns offensive lineman from Denmark. Hjolte Froholt. 6'5", 315. He's out of Denmark. Washington Commanders defensive lineman from Great Britain. F.A. Obata. 
From the Kansas City Chiefs, defensive lineman from Greece, George Karlaftis. So many Greeks are named George. Have you noticed? <laughs> I've noticed. From, from the Las Vegas Raiders, fullback out of Germany, Jacob Johnson. From the Philadelphia Eagles, offensive tackle from Australia, Jordan Melata. From the Baltimore Ravens, offensive lineman from Australia, Daniel Falale. And lastly, Jacksonville Jaguars defensive tackle from Australia, Adam Gotsis. So maybe the CFL commissioner was on to something. And as you notice, not one of these is a kicker or a skill position guy. Almost every single one is a lineman. Do you think there's pay dirt to be found for American rules football players around the world? What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. And you look at some of those different positions. I mean, you're not going to, some of the skilled positions are one thing, but, you know, especially when you're looking at, you know, the offensive and defensive lines, um, there's a ton of technicality to it, but essentially get to the quarterback or get to the football and it's strength and it's a little technique and that can be taught. And we always found that was the biggest transition in, in Canada from different levels of football, whether you're playing six man, nine man, 12 man, moving from different areas. If you were on the offensive or defensive lines, it was a little easier transition than let's say playing quarterback or being a receiver when you're the only receiver to being one of five receivers on the field. So, you know, it's cool. It's cool that we're seeing more football players from around the world. (laughs) You know, Monty, in Saskatoon. He just yes. wrote in. He said, who cares? And then he retracted his message. <laughs> oh, no. Get over it, okay, Monty. Okay, Monty. Here's, here's what I would say. Monty, you tell us what you'd like us to talk about. I'll wait. Spicy. Let's go. I'm waiting. Oh, damn. What would you like us to talk about, Monty? I'm waiting. Dan, your guy, Dan Ukrainitz, he writes in and he says, San Francisco and Houston's punters are both from Australia. I think that's just a skill position list. But these are, uh, what are you talking about? We're talking about offensive and defensive linemen. Anyways, I thought I would point that out. That came from um, Football International and NFL Europe. Um, there were comments coming in here about Garrett Marino. It seemed like, you remember when this all was going down, the controversial defensive lineman of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, he was being suspended. He's being fined every week. And people were saying it's only because it's Saskatchewan. They're the Dallas Cowboys of the CFL. If he was on any other team, this wouldn't get as much notoriety. I don't believe that then. And here's what I don't also believe. That metal shingle guy wrote in and clarified his comment and said, he believes the commissioner made the riders cut him. I'll be interested to see when later on today the CFL's weekly fine list, the what do you call it, supplementary discipline list comes out to see if he if Marino did get fined for his late hit on the Winnipeg quarterback last week. He's not playing for anybody anymore, but you could still probably fine him. And let's be honest, he was basically playing for free all year with all the fines that he got. You weren't here for the last segment of last hour. Do you think the commissioner would have stepped in and forced Saskatchewan to cut him? No, I don't. Not at this point. I mean, if another suspension came down, if we were talking about another suspension, yes. You know, I think the next suspension would have been an indefinite suspension and he would have to apply for reinstatement. That makes sense to me, right? But when a guy's allowed to play one week and then the team cuts them because they don't want that distraction it tells me was the league is the league suspending him were they going to suspend him if that's the case they should have implied a suspension for the hit on Caleros if they feel like that was enough to now not let him back into the league you know or some sort of action that's happened between now and the game because he was allowed to play in that game tell me what's happened that's allowed that that is making you say he can't play next week Yeah, I I agree. This is why I think this particular part of the show is the favorite for a lot of people, because it gets spicy. Um, Kachucky Cheese. Kachucky Cheese writes in. That's an account on YouTube. 
says, I just want to say Rod Peterson is the most handsome man of the two. Well, I'm just reading that, Darren, because that's very rarely said. You know you're the more (laughs) handsome of the two, so I'm going to read it when somebody votes for me. Cooper Campbell is a football guy. Uh, He's in Mississippi. I just talked to him last week. He's written in and said, Rod, when can I count on you to bring in Sarah Orleski? Do you want to tell him, Moose, or shall I? You have the honors. Just a couple weeks ago, Cooper, we had an expansive interview with Sarah two days after she announced she's leaving TSN. We had her two Fridays ago. you got to be watching every day. I love you, Cooper, but I think I'm going to have to rant here. I'm going to have to rant. Monty's upset with us talking about European players. People saying, can you get this person on? Can you get that person on? Not you, Cooper, but other people. And it reminds me, if I was to walk into McDonald's, and say, you know what, in the 80s, I really love the McDonald's pizza you guys have, but you haven't had it since. Can you bring it back? They go, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll put it on the list. And while you're at it, can you bring in the McRib? Because I really loved it, and I've never had a sauce like that on any ribs. Any, can, you, can you bring that in? What would they do? What would they do? Oh, my God. They would probably politely take that suggestion and say, here, can you put it in the suggestion box and they would hold up the garbage can and we don't make the decisions and besides we serve what's on the menu what people want to eat ryan watching in toronto says yes bonus rant (laughs) monty spicy monty says rod sorry it's your show I'll accept your apology, Monty, and keep your rude comments to yourself from now on. <laughs> I wonder Cabellos, what what what's, I wonder what's on the RP show bingo card. You know, it used to be the Rod Black bingo card on when you were watching TSN games or act, insert broadcaster here. I wonder what's on the RP show bingo card. You know, because Rod yells at Monty which hasn't happened in about 18 months. It feels like like that was the missing square that like 40 people needed on their bingo card. It's 111 Eastern. By the way, I was talking to one of my, uh, I I didn't even tell you. I was talking to one of my life coaches yesterday and twice during the conversation, he goes, I just saw an Eagle pop up. That's for you, Rod, not me. Well, what? That's wrong. cool. No, that's oh, cool. Oh, they said, whoa. Approved. Um, did I read this? Jeff Cabellos of Winnipeg. Stop teasing the McRib rod. I want it back. Uh, dude, have you, had, have you had the McRib or McDonald's pizza? Have you had it? I haven't either. Neither one. <sighs> the only reason I could think that McDonald's got rid of their pizza was because it was a pain in the butt to make. That's all. That's all I can think. Can I get a hell yeah for McDonald's pizza from everybody? You never had anything like it anywhere else in the world. You haven't. You haven't. It was unique. It was good. You burn your mouth on it, usually. (laughs) But But the McRib. Oh, Clark says they serve the McRib in Europe. It's not that good that I would go all the way. To Europe to have it but Jeff the Stamps fan says that the McRib is always available somewhere <laughs> he says perhaps <laughs> you should tour your show with that oh this is funny Patrolman Pete he says the McRib comes back whenever pork prices are low <laughs> How about that? we're There's... getting way way off topic here. one more McDonald's thought though but it was about six or eight months ago they teased this incredible announcement and it was because there's been so much fan mail for them, for them. I think it was, was it called the McPizza, whatever the McDonald's pizza? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. So much fan mail for it over the last decade, but they teased, we've listened to you and we're, and we're going to take action. Big announcement coming on the 15th. And everybody's like, Oh my God, it's the McPizza's back. You find, we finally listened. And all it was, was spicy nuggets. That they introduced and the yeah, internet and even very just good. destroyed mcdonald's with comments of like that's not even worth my time spicy <laughs> ryan in new york says i remember a class trip to montreal and had mcdonald's pizza it was pretty good i had mcdonald's pizza in montreal and it was fantastic and i'll just say one more from todd pinkney one of our priority viewers 
He says, Ruffles, KFC chips. Apparently, they have Kentucky Fried Chicken chips out now from Ruffles, and I have to, uh, I got to check that out for myself. And one more, Oleg in Winnipeg says, Braden, that's the new intern, must be in charge of Rod's rant stamp today, killing it. I think that's Clark. But back on point, and we're going to try and stay on point, if we can, for the rest of the program. And J.T. O'Sullivan coming up two segments from now, nine-year NFL veteran who always has some really good NFL takes. He is a very studious guy. Most quarterbacks are. At least the good ones. Oh, he's next segment? Okay, thank you. Well, good. I got to ask you this then. While I have you, Moose, and you'll come back later. Obviously, your feature game is the Giants and the Titans. That's your team, the Titans. I'm sitting here thinking about the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. It's in prime time on Sunday night, and I'm getting worried about the game. All the analysts are talking about the numbers that the Bucs put up last year against the Cowboys. And it was week one last year, too, wasn't it? You got Tom Brady yeah. so ticked off and motivated. What did Charlie Weiss say to everybody? His old OC, you're pissing off the wrong guy. Uh, I haven't looked at the line. I haven't even looked at the line. I haven't had the guts to do it. I'll do it right now. I'll look it up. What is your take on the Dallas-Tampa Bay game strictly as a guy that's going to be watching as a fan and more so a Tom Brady fan? Well, while you look it up, I'm going to guess that the line is Bucks by three and a half, maybe four and a half. That's what I'm going to guess. Um, we watched this game together at the Shark Club in Calgary. You and I, I believe it was the Bucks and, and Cowboys in week one last year. Um, and the Cowboys left too much time on the clock in the fourth quarter. And Tom came down and, and won the football game. Uh, it's going to be a good football game. Um, we're not really sure how to read the Dallas Cowboys. They've been supposed to be on this steep meteoric rise again with the triplets, the new triplets, but it just hasn't translated into success. Um, it can. Dak Prescott's the big question mark. Can he come back and have a really MVP type season? Remember, he was on an MVP pace before he got hurt. Um, you know, Zeke was a, a running back who was leading the league. Now he's not thought of in the top four or five running backs in the NFL anymore. Can he still recreate the magic? We know CD Lamb is good. Um, so this will be an interesting game for sure. And you know, I'm, I'm really curious to know how focused Tom is, or is he distracted? I don't think he'll be distracted. He's never distracted. That's the problem. Uh, Braden has written in, by the way, our intern. This kid is on the bit. I like it. Uh, the Bucks are favored by two and a half on the road. I'll okay. see you later in the program, Moose. Nine-year NFL veteran J.T. O'Sullivan joins us next for a look at week one in the NFL. This is the Rod Peterson Show on the Game Plus Television Network and YouTube Live. We're also streaming sports radio 24-7 at rodpeterson.com. And we are live on 99.1 WQEE in Metro Atlanta, your home for Southern sports and talk. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. RP Show continues. And it is NFL game day. The 103rd season of NFL football kicks off tonight, 8.20 p.m. Eastern. It's the Bills at the Rams. I went into the game thinking the Rams would win, but I've been talked out of it. Bills are 2.5 favorites on the road, 2.5-point favorites at betregal.ca, our exclusive betting partner. 
And joining us to talk about it is our good friend J.T. O'Sullivan, John Thomas O'Sullivan, nine-year NFL veteran, CFL and NFL Europe. They're at least smiling already. How are things in SoCal, J.T., here on uh, Christmas for NFL fans? I tell you what, they're not that great right now. We've got a little rain here. People don't know what to do with a little rain, a little mild hurricane potentially coming close. So things uh, besides for that, we're excited for ball. Okay, good. Well, and, and up northern california i see it's hotter than heck and uh people are dying up there so i was hoping for a better weather report than that jt as we get going but hey i gotta ask you last time we chatted we found the film two angles of your you know hercules effort touchdown past the ishmael bomba with saskatchewan in 2012 remember that you're a quarterback coach now what did your kids say of that film man it's one of the greatest touchdowns any of us had ever seen well, I appreciate you finding it. Yeah, we did uh, get to the bottom of that. I had fun looking at that again, man. It was uh, That was quite the play, quite the experience up there. I certainly still kind of smile about how great it was to get, be able to get up there and check out all the great cities and stadiums and different organizations and get out there spinning around. But, man, those I'm still recovering from just how big that darn field is up there and being able to try to rip it across the field as, as consistent as those guys do. And how about my man, Jake Mayer? Is he getting it done in Calgary or what? The mayor's back. He's, he's the next one. He's the next one. And we'll talk about that. Yes, JT wound up his career in Saskatchewan 2012 after stints with the Saints, Packers, Bears, Vikings, Patriots, Panthers, Bears, Lions, 49ers, Bengals, Chargers, and Raiders. So let me ask you this about tonight's game. Um, Bill's favored by 2.5 on the road. What do you think's going to happen? Do you go along with that line? I mean, I'll let you worry about the lines. I'm excited about just the quarterback play, to be honest with you. I think everybody's excited about Josh Allen. The dude is really just a unicorn on so many different levels. And if he can continue to improve, you know, watch out. I think he's already probably one of, if not the best quarterback in the league. And so with a healthy Matt Stafford, what that looks like with both these offenses scoring points early on in the season, you know, nobody knows for sure. But I'm excited to just see some high-level quarterback play and these offenses just come out and kind of light this league on fire. Well, uh, how excited is Los Angeles? Because what as I heard today, what the heck was I listening to? It was Miami Sports Radio, and they're like, they don't care about the NFL in L.A. They, 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 it's an afterthought, blah, blah, blah. Rams won the Super Bowl, man. That's pretty exciting. Like, did you hear much about it in the offseason as we get ready to kick it? And the Super Bowl was there. Do you hear much about it amongst uh, the football and fan community? I mean, sure. You know, I'm a little bit jaded because I'm in San Diego, a little south of Los Angeles, and we don't necessarily love the Dodgers. But it's, uh, it's one of those things where I think everybody appreciates what the Rams have built and kind of how they built it in a little bit of a unique way by being able to go out and acquire really high quality uh, talent and kind of just almost forego the draft, so to speak. And so seeing how they built it, what it looks like, they're all coming back for the most part and uh, being able to defend the title in L.A., in that stadium. is uh, It's an exciting time for NFL fans anywhere, let alone the uh, Southern California region. I just think San Diego still dealing with the uh, after effects of the Spanos family and the Chargers. Not quite the same vibe down here, but uh, I know we're all excited about the NFL coming back. Well, to be honest, and I'm going to ask you about quarterbacks, but I was there for Super Bowl. I spent some time in San Diego. When the Expos left Montreal for Washington, all of Montreal just stopped cheering for the team. They kind of turned their back on the Nationals. And when they won the World Series, nobody even felt good about it. What's the Charger fandom in San Diego then now that they have moved just up the road to Los Angeles? I would say it's pretty similar to that. You know, I would say there's a, there's a population of people that have followed them and gone up, gone up the interstate to be able to go to all the games. But it's, it's one of those things where it's, uh, it's tough. And, and you really do feel, I, I personally feel for a lot of people, you know, there's a bunch of people, friends of mine that have, you know, bolt tattoos that refuse to watch any NFL game, let alone a Charger game. So it's just a, I think everybody's kind of dealing with healing process of what it looks like but for me i've always been just a fan of the game and really a fan of the quarterback position so never necessarily had my allegiances with the chargers even though i did get a chance to play for the organization for a hot minute it was fun to be able to to live at home and work in that area in the in my home area but besides for that it was just a, another job and another opportunity but 
it's one of those things where I, I really do just feel for the fan base and, uh, and, and hope that they find some peace and be able to get back to uh, the NFL. I don't know where people find this stuff, but one of our viewers, Pinks, writes in. He says, JT's first ever NFL touchdown pass was to Calvin Johnson. That is sick. What do you remember about that, JT? <laughs> uh, I remember that. That was, a, that was an easy read for me. Uh, we were playing against the Vikings, and I had played for the Vikings and known. I knew all of those DBs that I was going against, and I uh, knew we had Calvin. And uh, I liked my, mass up, my, my matchup, and I just threw a kind of a, a hand grenade, and he went up and got it. It was not a uh, was not a spectacular pass by any means, but I liked my matchup, and I knew Megatron could go up and, uh, and give the uh, advantage to my favor. Oh, man, I feel like you and I should have a weekly NFL show because when you say that, what I'm seeing the analysts say, as you're watching the same things, I'm sure, Baker Mayfield versus Cleveland in week one. Russell Wilson versus Seattle in week one. Who's got the edge, the defense or the quarterback? How would you answer that? Uh, I mean, I think it, it honestly kind of washes out, you know, because as much as the quarterback might know who you're going against and what the personnel is, you know, they also know the quarterback and they know probably where the deficiencies and blind spots are in that player's game. You know, for me, it was one of those things. There was one point where I had played for every NF. NFC North team kind of in a row. And so I really knew every player in the division, you know, personally. And so it was one of those things where I didn't necessarily feel like I needed the scouting report just because I understood what the personnel was from an individual level, from an anecdotal level. So there is some familiarity with it. I think once you get into the game, it, it really will become another game. I know that's probably not the popular narrative that people would love to push. But at the end of the day, I think that most of those teams have moved on from those quarterbacks for a reason. You know, will it get exposed in one week? Probably not. But over the long term, I think probably everyone will be in a better situation because of it. And so just kind of dealing with how the NFL loves to schedule these games early in the season will be fascinating. And, and I'm excited to watch them as much as anybody, just from the, you know, being on the standpoint of the position player, of being on a new team, of going against guys as you're familiar with an organization that maybe you feel like you know, overlooked your skill set and being able to pay you and those types of things. But over the long course of the season, I think it'll come out in the wash. Speaking of NFL journeymen who ended up playing in Saskatchewan and are from Southern California, did you ever cross paths with my good friend Eddie Johnson, the punter to the stars? Did you play with Eddie anywhere? You know that name from Newport Beach? I did not. Missed I know him. the Johnson oh. family from... Orange County, but I'm not. I'm sure there's a bunch of them. Well, he grew up across the street from Anaheim. He said, or from uh, Disneyland. He said he had fireworks every single night before he went to bed, and he played with us in '09 and '10. I thought you might have crossed paths with Eddie Johnson, who was the last Minnesota Viking to wear number four before Brett Favre. Anyways, <clears throat> moving on back to tonight's game, Matthew Stafford. I, I want your take on this guy. Goes from Detroit, where he's dying career killer to los angeles where he's the super bowl champion what let's be honest it's true i've played in detroit it's tough it's a tough organization you're right you're not you're not far off so how happy were you for him to be able to come and display his skills and know that that people do recognize your talent even though you may be in a junk organization Uh, i mean i think anybody who played the position was excited for Matthew Stafford for a number of different reasons. Uh, you know, what you talked about, a different organization. Going to someone who, you know, in Sean McVay that is, you know, kind of widely recognized as a quarterback-friendly offense who could take advantage. We saw what he did with Jared Goff, what they do offensively, what they do with that kind of zone scheme, boot action stuff, and be able to couple that with Matthew Stafford's skill set and ability to drive the ball down the field, a little bit probably more powerful of an arm more playmaker type ability, be able to change arm angles and do all those crazy throws that we love to see the no look throws. And then you couple that with what they added on the perimeter with Odell Beckham Jr. with the relationship with Cooper cup and uh, how it flourished and all those types of things. And it's just exciting to see high level quarterback play. I think that's what I love more than anything when it comes to watching football, appreciating the sport is just seeing it done at a really high level and how Matthew Stafford was able to go in there to a new organization 
gel, mesh, get the absolute best out of that group was really fun to watch. From our viewers, Chris in Medicine Hat, Alberta, my cousin, she says, that's a lot of books. Oh, my. Wayne in British Columbia says, JT is obviously a reader with all the books behind him. I guess being a quarterback, you have to be into the books. I will say of all the quarterbacks I've known, the best ones are obviously the smartest ones. And speaking of that, you brought up Jake Mayer, UC Davis, where you played. He is the next one. He's forced a very uncomfortable decision in Calgary to sit down a Hall of Famer, and he's going to make his third straight start this week, Jake, uh, in Calgary. What do you know, or in Edmonton for Calgary? Tell us about this guy. What do we need to know about Jake Mayer? Well, I've been a fan for Jake of Jake for a long time. We got a chance to know each other a little bit where our paths would cross where I'd go back to Davis. But I know that the coaches that were at Davis at the time speak real highly of him. I think of him as a, as a playmaker, a guy who's got a bunch of different arm angles, competitive as hell, really consistent with his ball control, his accuracy. And I'm just excited to see him get an opportunity to flourish. I, I've been a big fan of that organization for a long time. I think they do it right and have done it right for a long time. And I'm excited to see what he does with this opportunity. He deserves it. And I think he's got a chance to go in there and really flourish. Well, here's the thing. They didn't just bring him in and throw him onto the field. They've groomed him a little bit. You know there's going to be talent in Calgary. So we've seen it, JT. There's, you can get rushed, right? I've seen it happen with so many guys. Um, I think it's, it's worked out well for him. He's, do you not need a year at least, particularly coming from America to Canada, to just learn the game? How difficult was it for you? Well, I mean... I, I think that there's probably a flip side to that argument as well. I, I think you make a good point that there is a learning curve for guys going north with just the different elements of the field, of the movement, of the concepts maybe you're asked to do. But at the end of the day, you know, it's making good decisions. It's playing catch. It's being accurate. It's being on time. It's having a playmaking ability. It's all of those things that I think at some point you either have or you don't. You know, I, I personally would have loved an opportunity to play a little bit more. It just wasn't the situation that I was in, or I didn't earn the opportunity to do that, so to speak. But I think Jake's going to be in an opportunity where he can go out there, and if he gets an opportunity to be healthy and, and show what he can do, this could be the long-term answer for the position for Calgary and be really exciting big time for their fans. And that hey, just as we let you go, JT, tell the folks about the QB school and what you're doing on YouTube. A lot of our viewers would enjoy it. Yeah, I've really fallen in love with the process of just kind of breaking down film and sharing the position. And it's really one of those unique things that I basically am creating content that I wish existed when I was trying to learn the position or learn more about ball. And so just kind of a peek behind the curtain, whether it's at the college level, whether it's at the NFL level, whether occasionally it's at the CFL level, if I can get the film hookup from my, my secret sources up north and just to be able to kind of diagnose the X's and O's and provide maybe a deeper level of analysis that you just can't get to, you know, in a condensed TV format. And so I really have fun with it. It's pretty informal and uh, I love just kind of growing the game in my own unique way. Well, it's very easy to find. Just type into your browser, JT O'Sullivan, YouTube or the QB school, and it's easy to find there. I now mean, I got to ask you this. When I first met you, your kids were just wee. That was 10 years ago. So what's going on? High school for them? Are they out of school? What's, what's the story? Man, you're making me feel old. Uh, yeah, there, you are. We, got a middle, we got a middle schooler and uh, two elementary, uh, fourth and second grade. A uh, lot, of, lot of soccer down here. I'm, I'm my, uh, our 10, under 10 team that I'm coaching is pretty loaded. So be on the lookout for that if you catch the uh, Coronado Rec League down here. But uh, I have a lot of fun with it. They, I do enjoy watching them kind of fall in love with sports. Don't necessarily push the tackle football thing on them, but they might get a chance to play at some point if they really want to. But I just love seeing them have fun. We take advantage of where we live. We're outside all the time, kind of enjoying the beach and uh, yeah, enjoying that relationship. Outstanding. Always appreciate our chats, JT. Thanks for coming on. Enjoy the game tonight. Appreciate it. You too, Rod. Nine-year NFL veteran quarterback, CFL veteran, and NFL Europe as well, J.T. O'Sullivan. We get a sports update coming up. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network and YouTube Live. We're also live streaming on rodpeterson.com and on the radio, 99.1. Metro Atlanta, if you can believe, WQEE, your home for Southern sports and talk. 
Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Hello, we're back and we're live. Do we have Darren with us or not? I don't know if we have Darren. Do we have us? He is. Okay. Well, listen, I was about to read this sports update. I didn't really know what I was coming out of the break with. Um, I'm <clears throat> had, I did a quick Twitter search. Can we bring the moose in here? I did a quick Twitter search on the Queen, and this is what I found. This is from the Canadian press. Members of the royal family rushing to be at the Queen's side after doctors raised concerns about the 96-year-old monarch's health. Prince Charles, the heir to the throne, along with his wife Camilla, are with the Queen at Balmoral Castle in Scotland, while Princess William and Harry are en route. Are you telling me that it's official? The Queen has... Yes, here it is, from the royal family on Twitter. The Queen died peacefully at Balmoral this afternoon. The King and the Queen consort will remain at Balmoral this evening and will return to London tomorrow. So. How about that? I don't know what to say about that, Moose. You and I have, and a lot of people on this earth don't know what it's like to live a day without Queen Elizabeth in charge. A sad day for the monarchy. Yeah, very sad. You're right. It's, it, you know, we don't, it's, it's going to take a second to realize, you know, how significant this is. You're right. I mean, most people on earth don't know a day without Queen Elizabeth. I mean, it's, it's crazy. So, um, Kind of breaking news, and we'll, you know, take some time to digest it. Daytime sports and entertainment talk and news, I guess. I will say this one thing about the Queen uh, that I found really cool. Um, for a lot of our viewers will know this company. A lot won't. Hilberg & Burke, the jeweler, which was founded and started in the Queen City, which I guess is the same thing, founded in Regina. Um, grown to some prominence, right, regionally and internationally was a really big deal when the Queen wore uh, the brooch that was designed and manufactured by Rachel Milkey, the president, founder, and CEO of Hilberg. The Queen was wearing it. I want to say it was a dragonfly, maybe a butterfly. I'm not really into jewelry, obviously, unless it's championship rings. But I thought that was pretty cool that the Queen would wear it and really rocketed Hilberg and Burke to stardom. So obviously condolences to not only the uh, royal family, but fans of the Queen, more than anything, this is a very big historic day. Um, now, two sports. I just want to drop this in, Moose. Goalie Caden Primo has signed a three-year, $2.67 million contract extension with the Montreal Canadiens. That came out today. The 23-year-old Primo has 1-7-1. That was his record, 1-7-1 in 12 games with the Habs last season. On Wednesday, the Habs announced that Carey Price is going to long-term injured reserve. Uh, the Blue Jays, winners of eight of their last ten, enjoy a day off after taking three of four games from the Orioles. Toronto topped their American League East rivals 4-1 Wednesday night and now have a four-game lead over Baltimore for the last wildcard spot. Um, this sports update is for Dark Horse Bets. It's Woodbine's easy-to-use betting app that brings the excitement of live stream horse races right to you. It's AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Download the app for free now at PlayDarkHorse.com. Also, for Ballers Rec Room, Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. And the Tab Brewhouse and drive Through Liquor Store. I'm not sure how much you were able to catch of the chat with J.T. O'Sullivan, but it's pretty cool. Like, for a guy like him, he didn't spend more than one year anywhere. But you look how smart he is. But look at all the friendships he made and relationships and what he's able to speak intelligently. What a life, man. That's pretty cool. Oh, very cool. And, you know, being able to give that back with his resource, the QB school and everything else. Like, I, I love that, that, you know, he says that's just something he wishes he would have had coming up through football and then playing professionally and even playing, you know, as an amateur and stuff. So I think that's it, it's really neat to hear those stories. And obviously he's in tune with what's going on in the CFL and, and highly tuned in with what Jake Mayer's doing. And I want to get. To that football talk in a minute. I'm just gonna I'm gonna start viewer takeover a little early here. BW from Edmonton writes in and he says Queen Elizabeth II was the people's queen. 
Um, from Patrolman Pete, he says, no joke, I will always remember where I was when I heard this news. From Jennifer at the Four Seasons, oh no, rest in peace. Same thing from my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat. Says It's not exactly Walter Cronkite delivering the fact that JFK's been shot, but a lot of people getting their news that the Queen has passed away from the RP show. So sad news to pass along there. Um, I want to. I was saying this earlier, Darren. I don't know why you and I haven't talked a whole lot outside the show where your junior hockey fandom is. And even if you plan on being in the booth for the Blades this year or not, we weren't around Saskatchewan too much last winter, and I certainly don't plan to be around this winter. I miss and will miss the junior hockey coverage, going there, being at the games, not so much broadcast them. And God knows I've called enough hockey games in my life. But maybe when we get back into Alberta in the late fall, I'll be able to jump right back into it. I'll miss that. But what I am enjoying here is this, trying to decide what I'm going to take in this weekend. It is a veritable buffet of football. Friday night, Cardinal Gibbons High School is back home. I just want to tell you that. Another home game in Fort Lauderdale. Saturday night, Florida Atlantic Owls are home to Southeast Louisiana. Saturday night, $9 tickets for that. I can walk to the stadium. I can walk to it. 6 o'clock kickoff. Yeah, and I think that's what I'm going to do. And then Sunday, it's the Patriots and the Dolphins, which I'm not even 100% sure that I'm going. I'm still waiting to hear back from the Dolphins, but probably will. But for a football fan, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. But where I started all this was the junior hockey thing. How immersed are you in that culture? As much as I, I can be, it's going to be very difficult, you know, with everything continuing to just build and build and build. And you're right. We didn't spend a lot of time here uh, last winter. So it's going to be really tough. And, and But following it as much as you can, because, you know, you and I follow much of the same people. And I can't, you know, turn on my social media without seeing training camp updates. And the more I consume them, the more they show up on my timeline. So I, I think that's great. And I, I want my timelines full of junior hockey news even if I'm not in the booth and not covering games every day. The Blades are doing a really good job of uh, getting their logo out there, the Saskatoon Blades and their team and their staff, so I applaud them for for that, the Pats too. Uh, And probably, you know, with one phone call, one phone call, I can get caught up on everything I need to know in the Western Hockey League and the uh, Junior A. There's no doubt about that. I'm just saying I'm, I'm somewhat missing being there. But in life, today's life lesson, which I've learned and seen it in, in um, practice in my own life, as soon as you gain something, you have, to, you have to give something up. You can't gain something and you can't have it all, is the bottom line of that. So Lyle in Toronto, watching on Game Plus TV, says Canada will always have its place in the Commonwealth. We mourn with our brothers and sisters overseas. I would agree with that. It's a sad day, the Queen passing on. Lyle goes on to say, Tim Hortons is now making pizza, and I don't know how I feel about it. I know, right? I was going through the Tim's drive-thru, wherever I was. Must have been Edmonton. And I'm like, this is supposed to be a coffee. Like, I'm okay with variety. Look at us. We started as a Saskatchewan football show. (laughs) Look how that's changed. You need to evolve. You need to branch out. You need to do a broader menu. But it kind of ticks me off when I just go for what you know that I like. An extra large two cream, maybe a box of 10 birthday cake Timbits, but can you get out of the way with the gourmet salad? You know? (laughs) And the toasted sandwiches? We'll be back with viewer takeover. That should be spicy. One more segment to go, whatever you people would like to talk about. It's the Rod Peterson Show on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live. And, of course, on the radio, 99.1 WQEE, Metro Atlanta's home of Southern Sports and Talk. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. One final segment. Great to be with you. And in this business, it's great to be with anyone or anywhere. 
Overtime is brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. You're home for the UFC and the National Football League. You like that one, Moose? You're going to like even more. You're going to like even more. Um, interesting, the breaking news today, Queen Elizabeth II has passed away at the age of 96. And uh, we mourn with her and the royal family and all of those in the Commonwealth and fans of the Queen, of which there are many that aren't even part of the Commonwealth. We are now under the rule of a king. We don't know how this goes. We don't know how this goes. But pretty soon we will. We will. Um, it's an historic day, obviously. Um, Jeff the Stamps fan says Tim Hortons doesn't do anything right these days. He, does nothing, he says they do nothing well anymore. He said, give me a black coffee and a plain donut and bring back the counter with the cushy stools. I was in Dunkin' Donuts this morning, and I, it was all I could do. I'm still trying to watch my weight moose, so I ordered my usual extra-large original blend hot with extra cream, looked at the donuts, and I'm like, I would love a strawberry frosted with sprinkles. And then I noticed the maple, fr- maple frosted. I'm like, oh, you, ha- you, had, you had to do that? Yeah, but I didn't. How often? You, you have a Tim Hortons within spitting distance of your home. How often do you have donuts or any kind of food when you go to Tim's? I know. Um, you know what? More often than I'd care to admit, that's for sure. Um, how can you not? It's so good. And I'm with you. I mean, you and I are both hooked on those birthday cake Timbits. That's for sure. But the thing about Oof. the sandwiches, when you go to Tim's or you go to, you know, the, it's not about expanding your menu for me. And you know what? If they want to get into sandwiches, that's great. But for me, Tim Hortons is about let's get through that lineup. Give me my coffee and a donut. And let's hammer people through. If I got to wait in line 10 extra minutes because the guy in front of me is waiting for a toasted panini with a side salad and, you know, soup, I don't want to wait for that. I just want to go. So at least give me my coffee line and let's get in and out. Those people should be flogged at center ice. <laughs> My cousin Christine in Medicine Hat says Timmy's needs an express line for coffee only. Well, some places do. I think the places that I've seen, the Toronto airport, certain Tim's in Toronto, and I think the Calgary airport. Um, Appreciate everybody participating today and following along. It has been a lot of fun. Here's something that I got a bit of a kick out of today. Um, Well, just one more from Wayne in in BC. It kind of dovetails into this. Where's Wayne? He says, Rod, he says, you sound like CFL fans that complain you don't talk enough CFL. Here it is. You sound like some of the CFL fans who say you don't talk enough CFL. Variety is the spice of life. I'll say it for the 1,067th time. We could very easily do a two-hour per day CFL show, but we would need the CFL to sign off on that. We need to have a partnership with that. And while certain teams in the CFL would be all about it, think about it. Who are the teams putting people on our show? Pretty much all of them but two. But unless I have buy-in from 100% of the teams and the head office, we're not going to do that. And secondly, if this was only a CFL show, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be sitting here in South Florida. Pretty sure about that. And we're not going to roll into Super Bowl as the CFL show. I don't think so. So we do a little bit of everything. And that includes the National Hockey League. I'm going to try and say this as seriously as I can, Darren. Okay. Breaking news from the Arizona Coyotes. I'm reading from a news release. The Arizona Coyotes announced today that a very limited inventory of single-game tickets for the 2022-23 NHL regular season will go on sale to the public on Monday, September 12th at 9 a.m. Well, of course there's a limited amount of tickets. You only hold 5,000. Was that, was that running through your mind as I was saying that? Yes. Absolutely. Like a very limited number. What would be limited? A thousand? Seven hundred fifty? Because I've sat in those meetings, I know how it goes. I've sat in meetings with Arizona with some of these people, but every team's pretty much pretty much every team's the same. Not every team, but most. It'll be we need to create demand. How can we do that? I got it. Let's say that we have a limited amount of tickets. Uh, but, sir, <laughs> our rink only holds five. You shut up. You're not invited to these meetings anymore. <laughs> From Coyote's president and CEO, Xavier A. Gutierrez, in a statement, we have been overwhelmed by the demand for tickets to see the Coyotes play our games at Mullet Arena this season. 
Obviously, it was a top priority for us to take care of our loyal and passionate season ticket members first, but we felt it was important to make a very limited number of single-game tickets available to the general public so they could enjoy what we think will be one of the best game night experiences in the entire National Hockey League. Dude. Dude. Now, having said that, I mentioned the Saskatoon Blades, and I hope this pops up first. On LinkedIn, now it's gone. From their business manager, Tyler Warwick, a close friend of both yours and mine, he put a photo up there and said how blown away he was from the team's trip into Big River First Nation this week. And if I could, last minute of play in the RP show. I'm calling it up real fast here. Uh, here it is, away. Blown away by the incredible hospitality we received this week on our visit to Big River First Nation. Our team and staff were treated like royalty and welcomed into the community with open arms. That's the way we used to do it. That's what you need to do. And I don't care if you're the NFL. Well, yeah, the NFL doesn't really need to do that. But some of these other leagues certainly do. It warms my heart to see them doing community outreach, not just in a First Nations community, but everywhere around your market. So some teams are doing it. Moose, Very thank incredible. You. Yeah, thank uh, you so much. Intern Braden. Intern Braden says they also said season ticket revenue is up 50%. Somehow. <laughs> Why is he trying? Don't say the funny things. That's my job. Good job, Braden. <laughs> we'll see everybody tomorrow, noon Eastern, Football Friday. Bye, Moose. Great show. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.